Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Ireland's classic hits. Anyway, let me get to Ted Walsh. Now, racing commentator Ted Walsh has apologised after he's saying a hiding wouldn't be good enough for a horse after it refused a fence at Punchestown. However, he fell short of apologising um, for his comments about the horse, including it was a dirty, rotten coward and so-and-so and chicken-hearted. Now, this was all said at the same time, by the way, about a horse that basically got to a jump, but it wasn't actually a jump, it was a hill more so than a jump. I'm not, too, I'm not familiar with horse racing. I don't know what they bloody call it. But anyway... Yeah, the horse kind of turned as it got to it and threw the, the rider off. I didn't see anybody on social media talking about the poor rider, by the way, got thrown to the ground. Now, listen, I have no personal interest in horse racing. I couldn't give a damn about it. I've no interest in sport as a whole, so it doesn't bother me in the slightest. But I think we've got to a weird point in time where a commentator or pundit, as they're called nowadays, has to apologise for making comments like that. I don't know how many times I have seen people in football stands, spectators, roaring at the referee... I hope you're bleeding, die! You four-eyed fecker, get a pair of glasses! Oh, like, or hoping a player dies or dies. They don't really mean that. They're just shouting it in anger and frustration because their team are losing, or in this case, because the horse threw the, the rider. I don't think for one minute Ted Walsh actually meant the horse should get a hiding. You know, I would hate to think that's what he meant, and I don't think he did mean that. I mean, if I got a penny every time my mother said to me, Niall Boylan, you're going to get a hiding off me later on. And I didn't get a hiding. I would have been told I was going to get a hiding. It's to scare you, wasn't it? So, uh, I'm wondering if you believe he should have apologised. I mean, his comments came on the final day of a five-day Punchestown Racing Festival as Orti played the clip of the horse Transprint refusing the hurdle in the three-mile Dooley Insurance Group Cross County Chase Challenge. And I, I'm wondering whether you believe he should have actually had to apologise. Social media went bonkers, by the way. And I mean absolutely bonkers. You'd think the world was coming to an end. It was actually trending on social media. Yesterday morning, I think it was. It was trending that this guy had said that the horse needs a hiding and the horse was a dirty, rotten coward. Or whatever it was he was supposed to have said. And now he's had to come out and apologise. This is what social media is. So now... You have to apologise for calling a horse names. I actually seen people on social media, this is the truth, loads of them saying he should apologise to the horse. Are you having a laugh? Like actually go up to the horse and apologise. Okay, maybe he should. Well, I don't know. There's people out there I think he should. And, they, and people are saying that it was an unfortunate turn of phrase. In no way does he, by the way, he said this, does it reflect my views on wealth, the welfare of animals? I would never condone the use of physical force on any animal and I sincerely apologise for any offence that my words might have caused. Now, Hilltop Animal Sanctuary in Clare demanded to know why he hasn't been taken off the air. Ah, oh, here we go. Cancel culture again. Um, uh, the, for this shocking comment, former chief executive of the ISPCA, Dr. Andrew Kelly, said, I hope uh, he will never set foot in an RTE studio again or used as a pundit at any race course. That's how people are calling for him to be fired from the job. Fired from the job for saying that the horse is a dirty, rotten coward and so and so. And he needs a old hiding. Let me know what you think. The number's 87 188 do you, think, do you think he should be taken off the air for saying that? I, I think he just said it in anger and frustration. I'm like, yeah, of course he didn't mean it. Thomas, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. Or Tomas, sorry, I do apologise. Tomas, you're in Ireland's Classic Hits. How are we getting on? How are you doing, Tomas? Now, Tomas, do you think he should have apologised? 
not to the horse, only if the owner's offended. Owner and trainer. If they're offended, obviously what he's come out with is, in some people's eyes, it's completely wrong what he's come out with. But it was pure out of anger, I'd say, after seeing the poor fella getting his fall. Yeah, but the poor old rider, by the way, nobody's mentioned the poor rider. That's what I'm saying, like the riders after getting a shocking fall. Oh, he did, he was throwing the horse, kind of pulled to the left and threw him off, yeah. It was a nightmare of a fall, no jockey would want that now. Are you a jockey yourself, Thomas? Yeah. Or Thomas, sorry, I do apologise. I keep calling you Thomas. I do You're all right. <laughs> and I wouldn't mind. It was said to me three times in my year. You'd think I'd know at this stage. <laughs> so, Thomas, so, so what, what, do you, what do you do? What do you ride yourself? I ride, um, I'm a bumper. It's on the bumpers and point to point. Okay, all right. Okay. Have you ever been thrown? No, thankfully not. Okay. But I'm only off injury. I got buried the other day down on top of my shoulder. Oh, right, okay. Oh, gosh. Well, I, 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 by the way, I'd say it's quite painful because, I mean, what, what height is a horse? Five foot? Uh, yeah, maybe more. Yeah. They all come in various ranges, like, so. And you're, and you're also travelling at about 20 miles an hour. Or, well, I don't know how a horse runs that, but You're travelling at about 30, 40. Would you? Yeah. Okay. When the horse is in full gallop, you're, in, you're going to about 40 miles an hour. So you're, tra- you see, you're throwing five foot at 40 miles an hour. That's bound to do a little bit of damage. The speed, the speed that the poor jockey hit that. Hit, hit the ground now like out of pure anger Ted's going to come out with that and he's not going to be throwing off air in a sense he owns rights with RTE as well so he's going to come out with that and he's not going to be stopped saying it but I mean it's not just I mean you know when you go to a football match and you hear the spectators shouting at the referee and yeah. w- wishing death upon him and all sorts of things like I mean nobody knows nobody for a minute thinks they actually mean that it's just anger and frustration complete frustration with anything yeah, but so why so why are we why is this consumed the news yesterday? There were so many more important things happening in the world, and why is this kind of consumed? I mean, he clearly didn't mean it. He didn't mean it, but there's different. I don't mean this to come out wrongly now for anyone listening, but for people then, if they're not into horse racing, they don't understand some of it. For this to come out, it's for us. It's all completely frustration in his mind. But then for people thinking then. Oh, why did he come out with this? What's he saying? So what's actually going on in the background? Well, he's Where, a former trainer and owner himself, isn't he? He's a, for, he's and a trainer jockey. and owner now still. And he's a former amateur jockey. Okay. So he knows the the feeling of hitting the ground. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I understand why some people who are against horse racing will use this as ammunition to suggest this is the way horses are treated yeah. and disrespectfully and everything else. But I don't think that was the case in, from the way I heard it. In, and he got, there was a bit eyes, of a giggle went on after they said it as yeah, well. Yeah. In, in my eyes, it was pure frustration. Okay, if the owners, and I, don't, I can't remember the trainer, if the owner and the trainer got upset from the comments, you'd get Ted to go and just give his po- apologies to the owner and the trainer. But what's the sense of giving it to the horse? The horse isn't yeah. going to know what he's happening But I'm sure, Tomas, you've often watched the television and you've been watching other riders riding and you've said to yourself, Jay's that horse needs a good boot up the hole there. Come on. To kick yeah. it on and get it. Yeah, every, I mean, it doesn't mean you actually want to do that. You know what no, I mean? Exactly. And there's a lot of, I'd say, anybody sitting down in front of the telly now, and they're watching horse race, and I know some people don't agree with the Grand National and all this, but that's the example I'm going to use. They're watching their horse in the Grand National. Will you give him a boot and come on? Yeah. I think people that will come out with that now. Yeah. But they don't mean it. No. No, so well, then why, because he's a pundit, he's basically, as a pundit, you're there to make observations, just like a member of the general public, but uh, you're expert for you, of course. And, you know, you're going to get frustrated, just like the general public. I mean, we, exactly. Eamon Dunphy was famous. he has a high name in horse racing, and he's high up in RPE. People yeah, but sure, Eamon Dunphy did it for years with the football, and some of the yeah. things he said, and he was never taken off the air. No, it's because he has a high up name in the horse racing and in 
RCE, they're trying to get him that he can't have his livelihood. I know he's come out with the comments, but it's trying to still then stop him from doing what he does. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking here, Yeah, um, former chief executive of the ISPCA, Dr. Andrew Kelly, said, I hope he will never set foot in an RTE studio again uh, or be used as a pundit on any race course. That's a bit much, isn't it? Where the whole, there, you could find it yourself. He holds TV rights to say that he can come out with stuff like this. Right. He has physical RTE rights. Well, I, well, I, I'm, I'm assuming that he obviously has to take into consideration the reputation of RTE as well, to some exactly. degree. I mean, I mean, look, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't think this is the worst thing in the word he said, by the way. But if he said anything, you know, really, def- or there was defamation involved. If it was, if it was, if he came out with that completely, utterly, and now that would be un- unacceptable. You'd see RTE now, and you'd see then through the the ISPCA saying no, he's not to be back on telly. Where you'd <laughs> see then RTE stepping in and saying no, he's not allowed to come back on the telly after this comment. But in the sense is if it's only a little comment out pure and utter frustration and now for one little comment straight away thousands of people have turned against them over one little comment out pure frustration. Which it's a, bit over, a bit of an overreaction, isn't it? That's that's literally what I would in my perspective it's overreaction from the people that are commenting and but it's more the sense now they're saying because of that comment, frustration should be banned. Well, it's it's now that's what it's turned into now. It's turned into a whole horse racing debate now. Yeah. Because I, by the way, do you see common. do you see the argument there? I mean, I'm look, I I, I hate cruelty to animals. I really do, genuinely. I'm right? very same. Uh, absolutely, and and most horse trainers and horse owners and jockeys are not cruel to animals, right? Let's not be clear. About it. And from the, my eyes, anyways, I and the horses love running, but of course they do, but, because they do have a good retirement afterwards. Yeah, but and here's the but: many horses do die during races and there's no doubt about that thousands no. of horses have died to, you know had a heart attack or exactly. broke their legs or whatever it happens to be so from that point of view the animal activists go bonkers and they say it should be banned I mean is there any credibility in their argument whatsoever and saying there's no credibility in this argument because a horse hasn't died but what I what I do find is in something like this now uh, right a horse is after ducking out from a jump and burying a jockey and now the jockey's hurt, but everything then is based on the horse's rights and all of this saying, oh, horse racing should be banned because he said this here. But nobody then has come back and said, I hope this jockey's all right. Has anyone heard anything to do with this jockey? Has he broken something, etc.? Everything's based on the horse, but also the, the jockey has rights and has feelings. And then to see all of this here, just because he's had the fall, everyone's going against horse racing just because of this fall. Okay, if that, God rest, God help me, it would never happen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen, but a horse does pass away during a race. There's nothing to, to prevent that. I don't, I don't know whether a horse died at this year's Grand National. I think one did, didn't it? Um, I think shortly afterwards. Yeah. But not okay, during. But, but on a regular basis, there wasn't there one there more recently where we saw a tent being erected around a horse and the horse shot. You know, live on television. I mean, it's a, I mean, I know a lot of people get really annoyed about that, and I understand the frustration. Yeah, no, I, I like seeing stuff like that there now. I wouldn't, I, I don't agree with that myself. And then there's me in horse race, and I think the horse should be brought to the vet, the veterinary clinic first, and then evaluated in the veterinary clinic to say, will this horse be able to walk or do whatever it has to do? Like, but it's once it has, if it can't do its fundamental of getting up and doing its everyday walk. That's when they've decided, right, this horse's leg is not going to be able to be fixed. Is that, is that still the case with modern, you know, veterinary, you know, skills? 
it, there was a case years ago once a horse broke his leg that was the end of it but I mean they can, no, nowadays, they can mend it can't they not yeah nowadays they're using screws bolts they're doing as much as they can to save a horse's life mm. it's not the fact right you broke your leg God forbid me saying this you broke your leg leg you have to be shot it's completely different now there's laws in stopping all of this I mean, 59 horses have lost their lives in Aintree since 2000, according to reports, by the way, by the League Against Cruelty of Sports. And it does kind of beg the question whether, you know, there's a purpose to horse racing, apart from just the entertainment factor. I mean, I know we can argue it brings in money and tourism. It brings in, it brings in, yeah, it brings in money and tourism, but it's an economy then to, it's part of the Irish economy. It's bringing in an income for the Irish government at the same time. Through betting, through gambling. Exactly, and then obviously through their commissions and all through the race courses, everything is commissioned. Yeah, but, the, yeah, but it does cost us money. The government funded to the tune of seventy million, wasn't it last year or this year? So, yeah, so and it, it does cost external, money. There's external um, funding as well from the likes there of um, for the Curra race course. There, plenty of owners now had put money together and now the car race course is one of the top facilities going. But say, I've often wondered when you've got huge, some trainers making huge money, okay, and there are some trainers who are making huge money, all right, why the Irish government then has to hand over 70 million to Horse Racing Ireland when you've got some trainers out there making a huge amount of money, why aren't they paying for it? You know, why is the, why is the I taxpayer... I would agree with that and I do agree with you, Matt, in that sense. Yeah. Obviously, I don't know in my sense, I'm not a trainer. I don't know where their money's going. All I know is obviously they have their staff and all. But in my sense, I would agree with that because, yes, it's part of, it's in Ireland, yeah. The government, I shouldn't say it in, the, in this way. The government should, has, not that it's an obligation, they have a thing to, that they have to support it in a way. But as well, I think it should be a 50-50 agreement between trainers and the Irish government that everyone has put in their yeah, if you're making a huge amount of money out of it, you should be putting it back into it, shouldn't putting you? Putting it back into the race. And you're uh, taking so much out of the horse race and you think they'd be putting it back in. Absolutely. Okay, but get, getting back to Ted Walsh. So you do believe he should have apologised, but as far as you're concerned, time to move on now. I, I think it's time to move on. I, I just, for people to say, go and apologise to the horse, what's he going to do? Rock up to the stable and give him <laughs> pan the head. Sorry, horsey, for calling you what I called you. A coward. For a, no, dir- a dirty, rotten, cowardly so-and-so. Exactly. So if he's going, I think it was um, chicken. It's something to do. Or oh, what was it he came out with? Have it here. So I know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And like to come out that. All right. If the owners and, in my opinion, if the owner and the trainer had been offended by his comments, that's the only way I think he should be not obligated, but willingly to go up and apologise to him. Like there, chicken-hearted, cowardly horse. <laughs> Sorry, horsey, if I upset you. Yeah. All right. Listen, Tomas, thank you very much indeed, and I appreciate Thanks you being here. All right. Keep texting, keep WhatsApping. The question I'm asking you is do you believe Ted Walsh should have had to apologise at all? I mean, he, he called the horse a dirty, rotten, cowardly so and so. Now, if you've, if you've listened to Ted Walsh in the past, which I wouldn't be a big fan, by the way, but if you've listened to him in the past, he comes out with stuff like that. That's what he says. He's a pundit. Do you remember Eamon Dunphy many, many years ago? I'm ashamed to be Irish. And he threw his pen across the counter or something to that effect. He said worse than that, by the way. Him and Johnny Giles. But it was entertaining. That's what pundits do. They come out with stuff like that. I've heard some of the, the football pundits on Sky TV saying worse about players. You know, he needs a good hiding. Now, you can be sure Ted Walsh didn't actually mean somebody should take a stick and beat the horse and give him a hiding. That's not what he meant. 
He just meant it the way your mother would say it. I'd give you a hiding if you know what I mean. You know what I mean? I'll kill you. You ever hear people say, I'll bleed and kill him? Or you have, you know, boxing and boxing. And sometimes in boxing, when you hear two people are, are, you know, are going to be boxing together, I hope he knocks him out. I hope he kills him. You don't actually mean that. You just say it. It's just a phrase. You just, I, don't, I don't for a minute think Ted Walsh meant to say or meant what he actually said. He was just, it was in anger, in frustration. I don't even think he believed, I don't believe personally he should have apologised for it. But not only are they not happy with the apology, but people are suggesting that he never work again on RTE. Andrew Kelly, who's the former chief executive of the ISPCA, says, I hope he will never set foot in RTE studio again or be used as a pundit at any race course. Do you agree with that? Maybe you're some of those people who's against cruelty to animals, and I'm against cruelty to animals, but I can still see what he meant wasn't as serious as you're all making it out to me. The number is 087 Let me know what you think. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. This is the multi-award winning Niall Boyle. Okay, a lot of people texting him what's WhatsApping in. So he says, no, this is just uh, the tip of the iceberg when it comes to cruelty to animals. All this does is encourage more cruelty to animals by other trainers uh, when you think it's okay to give a horse a hiding. But let, let's have a listen to the audio, by the way, in relation to this. And I know you all have an opinion on whether you like or dislike Ted Walsh and his punditry. But sure, it's not the way it is with all pundits, I suppose. Sure, Eamon Dunphy had that reputation for years. Some people disliked him. Some other people liked him, of course. And I suppose that'll sway your opinion but here's here's the bit of audio where he actually said it Mike as we can look at the, at the horse that refused as well too he's a dirty rotten son so to refuse that jump it both ways man on his back cheers I tell you one thing a hiding yeah. wouldn't be good enough for him I tell you one thing a hiding wouldn't be good enough for him now he was reacting obviously to the fact that you know a, a jockey had just been thrown to the ground and this is what he said in his own uh, apology by the way when analysing a horse's refusal to jump an obstacle, which is, by the way, unusual, which led to a young man suffering a heavy fall, I said a hiding wouldn't be good enough for him. He said this was an unfortunate turn of phrase and in no way reflects my views on the welfare of animals. I would never condone use of physical force on any animal and I sincerely apologise for any offence that my words might have caused. I, I, I don't think you can go any further than that. Joe, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How are you doing, Joe? Good afternoon, Niall. How are you doing? Good. Joe, I mean, firstly, he apologised. And now, not about the dirty, rotten scoundrel bit, or the dirty, rotten cowardly, whatever you call him. Uh, but he apologised for saying the horse needed a hiding. I mean, is that enough now? Should it be over now? Let's move on. It should, of course, be over. Genie, mighty, I tell you something. We have enough problems going on around the world today where we're having someone like... Something, someone like that happened to apologise just because he said something that doesn't suit the snowflake lefty agenda. Oh, oh, okay. The snowflakes. That's what it is. So people are too... Are, you're saying agenda. people are too... Well, the horse should be offended. Yeah, you're saying to people... Are, <laughs> are you saying people are too easily offended by They're all too easily this? offended. Jesus, I tell you something. If a fella snored though in front of somebody, he didn't really put it up on social media, they would. Yeah, well, the Minister for State and Agriculture, Pippa Hackett, and several animal charities have also called for him to be taken off the air. Uh, with respect, no, like, listen, listen, this is the Green Party well, it's again. The green, it is the Green Party. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, green, the Cabbage Party. <laughs> God almighty, no, you, listen, you've been around the block a long time and you know yourself that anything they'd say would only be like a pinch of salt, really, like, you know. But they're say, they're, what they're saying is, and, and just to give, obviously, their side of the argument a fair innings here today, they're saying that this kind of conversation or this kind of talk or suggesting an animal should get a hiding uh, only encourages... I, I suppose, and condones the, this behaviour of animal cruelty. Yeah, well, it's a pity that the members of the Green Party or certain politicians don't go out and criticise the amount of um, 
violence that's going on in our streets. Like, there's people getting well, beaten they up do. every day. Well, the they week. do criticise that too, not don't they? Not at all. They do not. They're ah, already, they do, for God's sake. You know, they're all, vir- they're all virtual signaling, Niall. That's all it is. All right, if okay. It, Ted Walsh has been around the block for generations. He's brought a lot of enjoyment to, to, to many people, including myself. And I love Ted Walsh. I love his family. I think they're, they're a joy to watch on television because... We don't have many. We don't have that kind of enjoyment much in, in anything nowadays. Yeah, and I think well, that, but, that, but he shouldn't have probably be, said this, should he have? Look, people say things in the heat of the moment. I could say it's something to you, don't know, and in an hour's time, I could regret what I say. But look, it's just a banter. That's all it is. Well, it is banter. Yeah, I mean, it is I mean, banter. I, I'm li- I, I'm trying to listen to the tone of the audio again here. Okay. Let's, let's have a quick listen to the tone of the audio, right? Mike, we can look at the, at the horse that refused as well, too. He's a dirty, rotten son, so they refused that. Jump it both ways, man on his back. Cheers, I tell you one thing. A uh, hiding yeah. wouldn't be good enough for him. So, he, he did sound like, if you, if you listen at the end of it, okay, he does sound like he kind of got a bit lost for words and it was the first thing that came into his head because well, he, he, he stumbles I, a bit. I yeah. I, look, I agree, yeah, he did. But look, when you're on live television and... Uh, you know, you're going to... I know, I've said things at my time. Like, listen, yeah. you've seen it there with Joe Brawley over the years. He's said things there regarding regarding Marty Morrissey years ago. Yeah, and, uh, that's right. Uh, but you, who, who are the two football pundits on Sky? Was it on Sky or who got fired for saying something about the female linesman or something? Do you remember oh, that? Oh, that was uh, Richard Keyes and Andy Gray. Yeah, they, they, the two of them were, they were cancelled over, they were you know... Fired, but they uh, but be honest now, though, I think there was a conspiracy theory against them. Oh, I was there? Oh, yeah. yeah well, they were far from being misogynist, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. because, uh, as you know, like, you know, they were real old school. Like, Andy Gray was probably one of... Um, well, he's been around he a long time. Scotland's finest ever football internationals, you know? Right, OK. OK. And Richard Keyes has a history, like, he was associated with... Uh, he's been with ITV for decades, you know? He was with TVA. And what are they doing now? Are they gone completely now, the two of them? They're on uh, one of the... I think they're on Talk Sport or one of the... Oh, the radio station. Oh, that's right. They are. You are right. They're actually on UK Talk Sport. That's right. So yeah, they're yeah, on so UK Talk Sport, yeah. Yeah, so they're all right. They're still in a job. Let me go to let me go to Fergal as well. Fergal, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Fergal? Good, Niall. Yeah, good. I know nothing about horse racing, but, but I do know what I hear. And what I hear was somebody who was a bit frustrated. She probably shouldn't have said what he said, but he said it and sure it's over. Done as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, look, I think that the way people's perception today, you can't really say anything. I think a couple of years ago, he was on Shetland at Head Walsh and he basically summed it up. People that don't look, don't like horse racing will always have something to say. And at the end of the day, if you don't like horse racing, go watch Peppa Pig is what he says. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, so well but he, he probably shouldn't have said the horse needs a hiding or a hiding wouldn't be well, good enough for it. Like, look, horses are treated really, really well within the industry. I think there's over like 25,000 people working in the horse racing industry in Ireland. They're probably treated better than there are some, Yeah, but there are some horses that are treated particularly badly too. Well, you, that's the same in every walk of life. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. at, the end, at the end of the day, he said, it, he said a comment. I actually don't think he should have apologised at all. Um... But look, you'd always have people out there that, that will be... There was people not, on social media suggesting this is the truth of God. So I was Because I was monitoring it yesterday and I was putting up a few tweets about it. There were people on social media suggesting he should apologise to the horse. But sure, <laughs> I mean, that is just absolutely bananas. Mate. I don't know, so he walk into the stable and pat him on the head as Tomas said earlier on the jockey. Pat him on the head and say, now I'm sorry if I've offended you. Yeah. Look at look at Ted, Ted Walsh is involved in horse racing all his life. His family are involved. They're steeped in, in horse racing. Look at it was just tongue and jest. Said live on television. 
There was no... Oh, uh, they want him cancelled now. They want uh, the Minister for Agriculture, Pepe, uh, Pippa Hackett, and several animal charities have called for him to be taken off the air. I don't think it would even bother Ted Walsh, to be honest with you, to be quite frank with you. Or team know what they get when they hire Ted Walsh to be a pundit on television. Like, he's often... He's cursed on a couple of occasions, to be honest with you. He, he's kind of like the Eamon Dunphy of horse racing. Yeah, he's, yeah. A bit like, he's a bit like Eamon Dunphy. He's probably a little bit like Andy Gray. Look, at you You obviously need a controversial character when you've got a sport, uh, when you've got a program that's related to sport. You need one person that's a little bit different and unique. And Ted Walsh brings that, mm. I suppose, he brings that kind of, Something different to, to, to the show, if that makes sense. Yeah, I would just to clarify, by the way, the, uh, Pippa Haggard actually just condemned his comments. Obviously, the animal charities are the ones that want him taken off the air. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm looking here. It's the ISPCA, obviously, have made a comment. Dr. Andrew Kelly, who's the former chief executive of the ISPCA, said, I hope he'll never set foot in RT studios again. That's not going to happen. I mean... It's kind of more of this kind of cancel culture, isn't it, really? It's completely over the top, Mile. I'm telling you, it's completely... These horses are treated so well... I mean, I, I'm involved in a horse syndicate myself. The horse's name is No Logic. And, uh, like, we, we, we're actually going up to visit our horse next Saturday at John McConnell's yard. And we know from visiting uh, his yard and even going to different meetings from time to time, these horses are treated so well. I mean, I, I can't understand the reaction. It's completely blown out of proportion. And... Or even to come out and apologise. I, I just don't get it. Like, I'm surprised he came out and apologised. He must be forced into a corner to have to apologise because I don't think that would be in his nature. There's a text here that says, some people just want to stir up conversation. The industry in the main is being saddled with an off-the-cuff comment which in reality is a very stable industry. There's a few puns in there, I think. <laughs> But you know what, right? If, if, I know it's sport at the end of the day, torture, <laughs> but if everybody was to pick up on a politician's, what politicians say, I mean, how many times do they have something, say something and it's actually the complete opposite of what they say? Yeah, well, well, I mean, I, well, I, I was talking to Ashley about this this morning. We kind of had a conversation about it, and she goes to the odd football match, you know, Bows and Shelburne or whatever it happens to be. And she yeah. was saying, like, some of the stuff you'd hear, you know, people saying, you know, now they don't actually mean it when they're calling them the referee names or they're calling the player, he misses a, yeah. you know, an open shot. Sure, they're wishing death upon them. You know what I mean? And, but they don't actually really mean it. It's just the way people say things in the, the heat it's of the moment. Banter, banter, exactly. Yeah. I don't think for a minute Ted Walsh believes that the horse are going to hide. Neither, but if you have a bet on a horse and you're in a bookies and you're watching a race and you often hear somebody pass a remark, I hope that horse dies because he lost money. It's the same thing. But But he'll be betting on the next race on the same horse and hoping he wins again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't, no, I don't think anybody means these. It's like, remember that, I talked about the very famous incident. I'd love to find the audio of it. I, well, who was it? Was it Jordan Italia 90? I kind of, it could have been one of them. But Eamon Dunphy threw the pen across that's the studio. Right, that's right. And said yeah. he was ashamed to be Irish. Yeah, yeah it was, it was uh, Rudy Voller uh, from Germany, Germany, I think, against Holland. Mm. Uh, and there was a spit on the screen and he circled the spit. But look, yeah. look, that's punditry for you always need. I think you brought it up earlier on. Yeah. Andy Gray, Richard Keyes. You always need that one character to keep the... Like, Orky also had it with Joe Brawley. He's, he's not really... You know, he's a kind of an individual that not everybody likes, but you need somebody like that on a panel to have a different opinion. We all can't have the same opinion. Yeah. 
I mean, well, but now the problem is enjoyment to do absolutely. But the problem now for the horse racing industry is that yeah. this now has started this whole conversation online yesterday, which is now following on again today in some of the newspapers in relation to horse racing in general and whether it should be it should be banned. Is it a cruel sport? Now, I threw it up on Twitter there yesterday, by the way, to find out what people thought. And I, I genuinely was surprised because I thought it would more people. I thought there would be more people that would say it should be banned. But actually, sixty-seven uh, percent of people said no, it shouldn't. Twenty-five percent of people said it should. You and, couldn't ban yeah. horse racing. Now. There's twenty-five, thirty thousand people working within the industry. Oh, I know. No, yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it should be. By the way, I'm just saying you know, these people believe it should be. Yeah, yeah. And there I'm, is a percent, a large percentage of the population, and I'm not saying an overwhelming percentage, but a large percentage believe that it's a cruel sport and shouldn't be there in the first place. No, I can tell you right now. I mean, I said I'm involved in a syndicate with a horse. It's only, it's only, you know, it's only a run of a mill horse, but we enjoy. We get a day. Do you out. ever win? No, we haven't. <laughs> Is he still running, as they say? <laughs> He's had a few setbacks. God. <laughs> He's had a few setbacks. He's had a few setbacks, but please God, he will win um, this year. But look at. Well, when he's going to win, and you know he's going to win, would you tip me off? Well, I, do you know what? He's won, he can tell the whole country, right? He's running on May the 18th in Down Patrick, and the name of the horse is No Logic. No Logic? Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. And so he'll be a complete outsider, will he? He will be probably 10 or 12 to 1. So if you've got your communion money now, <laughs> make sure you get it together, have it ready on the 18th, and have your money down. Right, because you think he's going to win. Well, I'd say he's got a fair chance. There, there, <laughs> he won't be still running the next day, will he? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, keep, look, thanks, lads. Keep texting. Keep what's happening. The number's 87 The question, quite simply, is, uh, we're getting back to what Ted Walsh said, let's just play the audio again. And the more I listen to it, the more I agree with people who are saying he shouldn't have even apologised. I don't believe he should needed to apologise. Mike, as we can look at the, at the horse that refused as well too. He's a dirty, rotten son, so they refused that. Jump it both ways, man on his back. Cheers, I tell you one thing. A uh, hiding yeah. wouldn't be good enough for him. See the way he kind of, if you listen to the end bit where he's at the hiding part, he kind of stalled a bit. Uh, a hiding yeah. wouldn't be good enough for him. Uh, he, he was kind of lost for words, but it was the first thing to come into his head. He doesn't actually mean that. I think it's obvious he didn't mean it. That's what punditry is all about. It's a bit of crack sometimes, isn't it? He doesn't mean what he actually said. Uh, the number's 87 188 Should he even apologise? Let me go to June. June, you're in Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you, June? Fine, and yourself not good, June. Now, I mean, you believe the comment was wrong, like he shouldn't it's have said not. it. Okay, well, he has apologized, and he let's let that bit go, right? Okay, he knows better than to make that comment or anything like that again. He probably will say something like that again because that's the kind of fellow he is, isn't he? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He probably says it seven days a week, it's just because he was on the, on the air and everybody heard it that they didn't agree with. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he genuinely meant he was going, that the horse actually deserves to get an actual hiding. I don't think that's what he meant. Well, I'd hope not. I but mean, how, thing, how many I, times do you did your mother or father I, say to you, I'm going to give you a hiding? I'll love it. I'm sure I told my own kid, I'll yeah. kill you when I get my hands in. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. The only thing I don't agree with is, I went horse race, the other half put the all on. That's not a problem. Yeah. The fences should be lowered. Yeah. And I do not totally against all jockeys using whips. But are they allowed? Are they not allowed to use the whips? Are they? Oh, I was only watching the race until today on the telly, and the jockey, the horse, I can't. Isn't there? Isn't there? A, isn't there a limit? Yeah, they're not. 
Isn't there a limit? I, I don't think they're, they're allowed to hit them. Isn't there a limit to how many okay, times they can they do, do it? They do hit them. Yeah, okay. Do. You can see it. And if you've been around these horses, you will see the welt and the mark left from the whip when they're hit. I don't know. I'm not a horse racing person. So I don't know the rules and regulations around that. Maybe I should have it's asked one of my horsey people uh, there earlier I on. I think they're only supposed to use the whip physically on the horse three times. Three now, times, I isn't that? Yeah, is wrong. It, yeah, yeah. But this particular jockey, nine times. Now, if these men are as good and women at this job as they are, yep. to make it a fair race, no jockeys should have whips. And they should be able to drive that horse with their arms and their legs. If the horse wants to run and win the race and enjoys it, the horse will keep going. I'm, okay, I'm looking at the rules here, the regulations. The permitted number of uses of the whip with hands off the reins is seven times for flat racing. In other words, if they, you'll often see them taking their hand off the rein and whipping the horse on the back, right? Now, they can do it while they're the whip is in the hand, they can just kind of touch it off while they're holding onto the reins. Okay, so the permitted number of uses of the whip with the hands off the reins is seven times for flat races and eight times for jump race, obviously because they need to do it sometimes to get them to jump. Stewards will consider whether or, uh, to hold an inquiry if a rider has used the whip eight times or more in a flat or nine times or more in a jump race or misused the whip in some other way. So they can, there can be an inquiry if they do it more than that. But, but you believe it shouldn't but- be used at all? They shouldn't do it at all. No, no animal. Well, I don't, I'm not a horse beaten. racing person, so I don't know why they have to use it, and I don't understand yeah. it. But oh. maybe, actually, maybe Harry knows. Harry, well, hang on. Harry, you're an Ireland's classic kid. How you doing, Harry? How are you doing, Will? Good. Okay, you believe it was he was very comfortable in saying it. Yeah, I do. I actually do believe he was very comfortable in saying what he said. He had the attitude that um, does, uh, the horse should be whipped. Mm. Or um, given a hide. Abused. Well, if you're gonna um, if you're gonna hit a horse for no particularly good reason, um, other than your own anger, well, that would be abuse, wouldn't it? Do you think he meant it? Yes, he did. He ve- he felt very comfortable in saying what he did because that's the attitude within the industry, I think. But is it not like you know when you say oh, that horse needs a good kick up the hole, you know, if it isn't doing well, for example, it doesn't actually mean you want to kick the horse up the hole. It just means that you know people well, just say would, things like that. To be honest with you, <laughs> and well, it wouldn't get at the rear end of a horse if, if no, uh, sure, your intention's sure. going to kick it because you'll get one back fairly quick. Well, even a footballer running on a pitch, you know, you might say, "Jay, he needs a good kick up the hole." Oh, well, like it, it's not that you actually mean it. It's just a turn of phrase, isn't it? No, no, there's a difference. Like I mean, I'll put it this way, right? My thing is this, that the jockey invited himself onto the horse's back. The yeah. horse didn't invite him, right? He's the one that controls the horse. Yeah. He's the one that's supposed to be the master of the horse. Yeah. He's the one that gives the vibe out to the horse. Yeah. Right? So if the horse did not feel comfortable and true. jumping that fence, maybe the jockey was giving out the wrong vibe in the first place. Well, it's obviously... You know, an error in training somewhere, obviously. Yeah. So the horse, the horse threw him for whatever reason, got spooked by the hill and threw him. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, I, I feel sorry for the rider too, because nobody's mentioned the poor old rider who got a fair a throw and uh, maybe a 30 miles there. The rider invited himself on top of the horse. Yeah, but still, it's The horse make, didn't invite him. It still doesn't make a difference. You have to have a level of sympathy for no, the poor rider. You have a level of sympathy. You do have a level of sympathy. I don't want to see anyone get injured. But if you're putting yourself into a position where you're going to get injured if something like this happens, 
you're the one that went into this industry. Nobody forced them to. Yeah, so it's you and you're trying to say something to, oh, to Harry there. Into this industry, no, said, didn't I? Maybe the horse was just having a bad day, like we all do, and yeah. he just didn't want to go over to fence. Yeah, maybe he just didn't. Oh, by the way, just to wrap it up there, Harry, do you think we should just move on now? He's apologised. No. Why do you think he should be taken off the telly? Yeah, why? Why, why wouldn't I? Ah, uh, just stop no, well, just no. buying into all the cancel culture for uh, God's no, sake. No, 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 I no, think no, it's no, a no, bit, no, no, it's no a I'm not buying into the cancel culture. But I'll give you this: if that is an attitude of a person who is supposed to be, you know, um, good in this industry, right? Supposed to be a spokesperson for this industry, and that's the attitude of this industry. Maybe the industry itself needs a little bit more oversight. Anyone I think I'm making a huge big deal about one comment. See if it was all right. Okay. <laughs> Harry, I just think I'm making a huge big deal about one comment. No, um, I, I don't think it's just one comment because I think it's the attitude within the industry Well, well, well yes, well, take that as a, up as a whole with the industry and I'm not going to disagree with you about that, but the, the comment itself, you know, from Ted Walsh, I think... And, that, and that's how they see it as a tool. It's okay, okay. Well, look, I've run out of time. You believe that's how they see it as a tool, that if a horse doesn't do what he's told, sure, he gets to go down hiding. And that's what Harry believes. And for that reason, that reason alone, he doesn't accept the apology and believes something more needs to be done about it. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award winning Niall Boylan Show. Oh,